0: Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you for tuning
1: in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm your host, Dave Kaias along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, world champion in pork at the American Royal Invitational, pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Gronerman. Sorry, that's a smaller introduction than I usually give you, Andy. Yeah, I know. I love it. Uh, but uh, don't worry. In the fourth segment, it's going to be about eight minutes. <laughs> so <laughs> coming up, speaking of introductions, we've got a gentleman who's got 36 grand champion titles. 43 reserve grand champion titles and an undisclosed, but we will find out number of world champion titles. Yeah. We're trying to figure that out. It's double digits for sure. I I believe it's double digits. At least 10. Uh, Tim Shearer is going to return to the show. Um, You can check him out at blueshog.com. Great products there. Sauces, rubs, food, charcoal, charcoal, clothing. They got cool clothing, everything you can find out. About him and his uh, everything about him is at blueshog.com. Also, speaking of guests, we've got Jess Piles that's coming up in weeks ahead. Christy Vanover will be here next week on a. I found her on Facebook too. Uh, T Bone, I think, did. What have you been friends with her for three years? Tell me
2: again. He's a Facebook stalker. You know this. Yes, he
1: is. (laughs) You know, first it was Sonny Moody and you guys finally caught up. And now it is Christy Vanover and she's got girlscangrill.com. And one of the things we're going to talk about is tailgating. And we're getting ready to do football. Well, we are. College has gotten started. High school's gotten started. Pre-game's over. Pre-game for pro football. Uh, what is it? A week from... This coming Thursday, I think. I Yes, sir. Yeah.
3: I don't know, but right now, uh, I'm looking at Oregon and
1: Georgia,
2: uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is it too early to say go Chiefs? <laughs> boop, I don't know. Who? Yeah, yeah,
1: it is. For, for Kansas City paper people, I went to college at KU, so someday we're going to get a football team. I just know it. I can sense it. But anyway, you know, the
2: last time I think we actually played in a bowl game that mattered was against Nebraska, and it was like ninety five or six, uh, and it was a good game. Year or degrees.
1: Oh, I I thought he meant it was 95 or 6 to nothing. No, no, no. One time I did, is I was doing stand-up in Lincoln, Nebraska, and it just so happens KU played in Lincoln that day and got crushed like 56 to 3 or something. Wow, that's odd. And I I got on stage and I went, well, I got to tell you, people... I I I I went to KU and they started to boo me, and then I went and someday we're going to get a football team too. I've been using that line forever, and then they started cheering me. They go, "Okay, we like him now." Yeah,
2: he- you know they. You probably could have gone by the the grocery store on the way out of town and gotten a Huskers Wheaties box because they have them all year round up there back
1: then. <laughs> So anyway, I'm um, also coming up on the show. Uh, Andy's going to have some last-minute salads for Labor Day weekend ideas. Yeah, why not? Why not? Because probably you've you've gotten the meats and the briskets and whatever all that planned out, but all of a sudden you're like. Wow, we don't have anything green.
2: Well, and I'm inspired. T-Bone's been eating clean and feeling good, and so salads it is.
3: Yes, thank you. Feeling much better. Thanks for asking, Dave.
2: Yeah, yeah, well,
1: <laughs> I only notice when you pass out. And he, then he, he did ask before the show, so I... Well, actually, I Andy brought it up, but so anyway, so, okay, so this being Labor Day weekend, and happy Labor Day weekend to everybody... Uh, I am I was reading this article about hot dogs because I figured, you know, Memorial Day, Fourth of July, Labor Day weekend, tons of hot dogs are going to be consumed. And this is not the official Ask Andy segment, but it's going to be in a second. But I'm going to first ask T-Bone to see if he knows why, because I read this article. It was on Yahoo Life and the uh, article or the author is Ni Kelsia Pennell. And the question or the the, the, the article she wrote is, The big question of life, why is it you've got hot dog packages of eight buns, but then the hot dogs are 10 in a package? Now, T-Bone, do you know why that is the the, the reason for that? Yes. Okay.
3: I do. Okay. It's because before you serve the eight hot dogs you're supposed to eat the first two to make sure that they are edible
1: okay so wrong so but that sounded (laughs) really good i was buying it it it, it was actually very good uh and 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 another right answer which would not be the right answer could have been well you use those for uh, pork and beans you know sure and by the way i've eaten so many hot dogs on bread just regular bread. I mean, that's the thing. Oh, yeah, of. me too. Uh and I always like almost prefer it in a way. I don't know why. Uh, and then you slice them open, grill them, slice them open, right? Okay, so Andy, do you know the reason why there's eight hot dog buns and ten in the package? I I think. They're assuming he, he's, he's a, gonna he's a, drop two, right? <laughs> he dropped two. He, he's, yeah, two are for the dog. <laughs> Here's the reason, and this is from the National Hot Dog Sausage Council. uh, Well,
3: if anybody would know.
1: NHDSC, for those of you who are playing along at home. So, back in the day, when they make the buns, the pan to do it efficiently is eight. Now, for some reason, the hot dog companies, and this is the part I can't understand, why the hot dog companies haven't just reduced the package to eight.
2: Well, it depends on your hot dog brand, too, because if you go buy Sabrett's dogs, they're like a dozen to a package. If you buy uh, just like your Oscar Myers, they're 10. And if you get the big ballpark Franks or the big fat Nathan's plump ones, there's usually eight. So I, I think it just depends on... What kind of hot dog you're buying, Some companies have
3: gotten on board.
1: You guys just ruined my thunder. Anyway, (laughs) but I thought that was was kind of an interesting article. So anyway, enough of that. We did ask Andy, but now we have to officially ask Andy, uh, which is sponsored by our September Barbecue Sauce of the Month, which is Smoke on Wheels, Pork Marinade, and Injection. Uh, Real quickly, Andy, tell us about this, because you came up with it. Oh, I have to. T- oh,
2: I was waiting for a question. I can talk about marinade. No, this is a uh, pork marinade that is uh, injected into shoulders, injected into loins. You can marinade ribs in it. Great flavors. Lots of smoky chipotle in there, pineapple juice, all kinds
1: of fun things. Cool. And you can go, of course, get it at all things barbecue, which is atbbq.com. T Bone, fire away, sir. Wow. that uh,
3: And Dave didn't know the question. Andy. Yes, sir. I just read an article about marinating. <laughs> and it said to use a non-reactive container to put the meat in. Hmm. What do they mean by this? Steve Clark from Portland, Oregon wants to know.
2: Well, that is a good question. And when you are using a marinade, you are using acid to react with the meat to break down the protein and then allow those flavors in. And so a reactive Um, container would be something that's typically metal, something that could um, impart that metallic flavor or an odd color or any of those kind of things. You also, it's the same reason why they tell you not to make a tomato sauce in a cast iron skillet, right? The heavy metal and the acid in the tomato, you can make your sauce taste metallic. So if you for example, use an aluminum pan to marinate in. Which which are just perfect size usually to marinate so, in. So if, you, if you're if you going to marinate in an aluminum pan, you risk getting that uh, aluminum flavor and leaching that metal into your marinade because it's an acid. So a non-reactive pan would be something that's ceramic. Glass, plastic is largely non-reactive. You're not going to leach any plastic into your... Food. Some good old Tupperware. Yeah, so all of those would be considered non-reactive containers, and you won't get a chemical reaction that will uh, impart funky flavors or colors into your meat. Does that answer it? Is that good? I, I think so. I all
3: think
1: right. that that explains it. You and know, instead Steve? of ask, instead of ask Andy, we're going to change the name to Stump Andy, and one of these days we will stump good, you. Good luck with that. Since he's like the uh, what, what's the name of the guy that won all the Jeopardy shows for a while? Oh, uh, oh! (laughs) there you go. You just stuck me, Dave. There um, There we go. One I didn't know. And then there was... (laughs) I'm sorry. I was trying to ask a Jeopardy question, and none of us could even get the... What was the guy's name? Now we're going to have to look it up in the break. All right. Thanks again for that question. We're going to send you our September barbecue sauce of the month, which is Smoke on Wheels, pork marinade and injection which you can get at all things barbecue that's ATBBQ.com. very excited to have tim shear back on the show lots of championships blueshog.com tim shear coming up next talking about fast and hot 23-9667. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network, Dave Kyes, along with Pitmaster Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman, and our guest this week is the tallest man in barbecue. The tallest man in barbecue, born and raised on a hog farm. Hog farm. He's got thirty six Grand Champion titles, forty three Reserve Grand Championship titles, including American Royal, Jack Daniels, and Memphis in May. They've got the Gateway Drum Smoker, which you can learn about at gatewaydrumsmokers.com. And, of course, blueshog.com. Hot and fast, man. Tim Shear. Tim, welcome back to the show. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Welcome. And also, uh, marbleridgefarms.com. Am I getting that right? Yeah, you any, got it right. Any more websites? Yeah. I, we've we, it's, all, it's an hour show. We can work them all in. Ah, uh, com is, is another <laughs> one that
5: you ought to check out. It's Thank you.
1: One. Thank you. No, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that. So before we we start talking about Hot and Fast, which is kind of a, a thing going on right now, we, we were talking and we were trying to figure out, because I just mentioned your 36 grand champion titles, your 43 reserve grand championship titles, but we were wondering how many world championship titles do you have? I told them it's double digits. So I just
2: didn't know. How world many.
5: championship titles. Well, that's a touchy one. Okay. Um, I mean, overall world championship titles, I, I've got to say one, and that's, that's the latest and greatest Memphis in May. Um, we've actually been reserve grand champion at, I would say every, every world championship contest that there is. So not that I'm, I'm certainly not bragging about that. That's kind of been a problem.
1: <laughs> you're allowed to uh, as my friend like to call it, humble brag. You're allowed to humble well, brag on this show. I mean, I, you know, it could be worse, right? But <laughs> it, when you're when you're shooting for the number 1 spot
5: and you always, you know, when, especially when your back of your t-shirt says if you ain't first you're last. <laughs> um, it, it really it really starts to bother you after the several times over. So, um, you know, it keeps us keeps us motivated, keeps Keeps our, um, you know, we got we got big hopes and dreams. I guess still. Well, so, <laughs> I guess that's a good way to look as, at as it. As the right?
1: expression goes, Tim, you guys are killing it. Uh, so I've been a big fan of Barbecue USA, which is on the Food Network, and mm-hmm. you guys were just featured on there for Memphis and May, and you guys came in first place for whole hog, and kind of a big thing that was brought up by um, what's it is it Michael Simon? I believe is the name of the host. Yep. By, by the way, how would yep. you like Michael? He seems like a really nice guy.
5: He was awesome. I yeah. mean, he was absolutely perfect. Yeah. I mean, um, just super down to earth and extremely um, interested genuinely in barbecue. And mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I think he's going to try to compete in Memphis next year. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, he's ready to roll. You know what I mean? Like, he loves it. So, so, um, so,
1: you guys are doing the whole hog. Once again, you guys came in first place. Congrats on that. And the thing that was the big emphasis was low and slow. Of course, everybody's doing the whole hogs low and slow, but you guys are doing it hot and fast. And and at the end of the show, which I'm sure you've seen, you know, 12 or 14 times, uh, Tim, <laughs> Michael Simon made a big deal about that. Talk a little bit about that, would you?
5: Well, I mean, it is a big deal. And, you know, it's the same thing that we've been doing for several years on the KCBS circuit, right? I mean, we're cooking... Hot and fast on the drum smoker and, you know, direct over the coals as opposed to indirect. Um, you know, we've got moisture, you know, in, from the meat dripping onto the coals, which provides intense flavor uh, and also base it in moisture. I mean, it's, a, it's really a simple thing, but um, the way we've set it up on the drum smoker and, and, you know, been working on it is is the way we cook now. And that's when, you know, when we decided to do Memphis, it was pretty easy. I mean, we did ribs first year. Came back did whole shoulder on the drum smokers and and we ended up winning that last year so you know the next thing i mean you brad and i are looking at each other and it's like well what did we do next and i'm like we do a whole hog you know and <laughs> and um you know the only problem was you can't fit a hog about a 55 gallon drum smoker. so um you know the obvious answer there was to make a bigger one so that's exactly what we did we made a big one and uh made another big one so we had two of them down there from memphis we could do our on-site presentation and you know do our box and everything and um i guess it it worked out absolutely perfect to be honest with you yeah, so, and, and those um, big pits you
2: know, are, are pretty darn cool to look at i mean from a presentation perspective when people walk up to that
5: uh yeah it, it yeah, really, really draws are. them in it does and they're you know they're they're just like the little drum I and mean, they work perfectly you know they work exactly the same you know but they're they're fun to cook on you know and um you know we, we've been taking them around the country to different events and Uh, We've done some NASCAR and some, you know, country music events and barbecue Q-Fest, all those things. Um, And as soon as we open that lid and and people see it, they just immediately come over and want to take a picture or whatever. So uh, it's been really fun um, cooking on and just, you know, kind of watching the excitement of other people as well. You know, it it really, it really makes it worthwhile. So, um, you know, what we've been able to do with the Hot and Fast is, you know, I mean, it it started out as a ridiculous idea, right? And like most (laughs) things do. and and you know people say you can't do it so obviously you've got to figure out a way um you know to prove them wrong and that's kind of what what's been going on yeah
2: so we're talking with tim Shear from blueshog.com and gatewaydrumsmokers.com marble ridge farms uh, is, is the newest venture um and so bringing that hot and fast uh to the forefront getting it out in competitions and obviously you guys are crushing it and winning comps and brad does great with it um and but so you've got uh you mentioned barbecue league what give us a little bit on that real quick because that's really where folks can go learn about it right
5: exactly yeah i mean we've got a lot of the top pitmasters in the in the country you know that have participated with us and you know everybody loves you know it seems like you know yeah there's a lot of secrets in in competition barbecue but at the end of the day people like to share their knowledge and and um you know we certainly do and um you know we started a site that people could log on to and and learn how to cook better i mean really it's that simple and and um you know we've given exclusive tell-all content we've we've tried to you know we've made reality shows um it's really everything from education to entertainment to you know recipes um, there's a lot of discount you know codes for a lot of the a lot of the brands that we use in, in competition and in and at home so um, it's all around just kind of a, a great community you know there's also a Facebook group where you know people come on and share their ideas and pictures and everything and you know it's just people helping people cook really and, and that's what it's all about so um, you know Brad and I started that a couple of years ago and um, uh, you know, honestly, it's got a lot of potential and, and things that we want to work on and build on for next year and and uh, to make it even bigger and better. But uh, we're starting to focus yeah. on that again and, and kind of kick it into gear again. So, yeah, so uh, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, it's got legs and we want to make it happen. So.
2: Yeah, so check out com Again, the content out there is going to be excellent. Uh, you're going to get to see not just uh, Tim and Brad, but lots of other top, Competition pitmasters kind of giving you the behind the scenes. We've got about a minute left here, and what I was gonna ask you next was: Do you have any classes coming up? I know sometimes you guys uh, get out and do some classes or demos, and you mentioned like the Q Fest. Do you have anything coming up where people can get out and, and see the pits or, or interact?
5: Well, uh, we don't have any classes scheduled as of yet. We'll probably do one in, in December, like we normally do, and maybe one in January. Um, but as far as events as fall there's there's definitely I mean obviously the American Royal is the biggest uh, biggest and baddest uh, barbecue contest in the, in the country so um, along with Memphis I guess I should say but uh, <laughs> well Tim'm gonna uh,
1: I'm gonna jump in there right now because we're running out of time this first segment but of course we're bringing you back for another segment talking with Tim shear at blueshog.com also gatewaydrumsmokers.com. We'll be back with Tim Shear right here on barbecue Radio network. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Caius, along with our producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, award-winning pitmaster, Andy Gronerman. We're talking with Tim Shear. He's got 36 grand championship titles, 43 reserve grand championship titles. Check out his website, one of his four website, uh, blueshog.com. I was looking at that again, and they've got sauces, rubs, marinades, apparel, fuel, meat, gifts, and recipes, everything you can imagine on there. And, of course, we're also talking about GatewayDrumSmokers.com, com, and let's start off by talking a little bit about MarbleRidgeFarms.com. What's going on with that, Tim? i'm out here cutting hay right now actually Uh, (laughs) i'm just glad we got you out of the tractor (laughs) yeah if you want to know what's going on but
5: uh, yeah a lot's going on with it honestly i mean we've been we've been uh, expanding and growing rapidly with it um we've been just processed a a load of full blood wagyu yesterday actually i was down in oklahoma on site and, and um they look amazing the marbling is phenomenal um, just great, great tasting, great flavored beef. Um, uh, we've been dabbling in the pork a little bit, getting that program ready to launch. We've kind of soft launched it, I would say right now and, and kind of been focused on getting, the the Wagyu beef going, but we've got, a the Mangalitza Duroc cross pork that we use is just absolutely crazy. And that's, it's what we use in Memphis and, um, it works. It's, it's just got more marbling, more flavor, you know, bright red color. Yeah, I was going to say better. great color. On those. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they're just they're phenomenal. We actually have been dry aging some, some pork chops and they're oof. I mean, they are so good, it's crazy. So I uh, can't wait to get those going as well. But uh, we've been focusing on on the beef right now. We've got some some nice distributors lined up and, and getting it moving, so it's been it's been good.
2: And are you gonna have some uh regular uh capability on e com for direct to consumer for that?
5: We sure do, yeah. On MarbleRidgeFarms.com, on our website, uh, we do ship and everything. So yeah, so uh, we we're overnight or two day air. Yeah, so you know we ship uh, nationwide basically on there. So.
2: Yeah, so people that want to experience a, a wagyu cut, whether it's a steak or a brisket, um, mm-hmm. you can get on the site and check that out. What's uh, now that you mm-hmm. now that you're in the beef business, you know what what's your favorite cut to play with right now?
5: Because I know you probably
2: um, I, have been messing with everything, so
5: yeah I've, i think i've been through most of them but but it's hard um you know my favorite cut is probably you know the denver steak actually and some people oh, call it yeah. the zabaton you know so it's um uh, it's from the under blade of the chuck which typically would be somewhat tough you know in an angus or you know commodity beef might be a little tougher to cut but with the wagyu it's um it's intensely marbled you know it's a it's a literally a burst of flavor and uh explosion you know almost like in your mouth it's crazy how how much moisture and everything and, and how much flavor it has and and um you know the wagyu has a, a lower melting point for the fat so you know it's very marbled you know and it may appear to be if it looks fatty it's it's just the marbling that's what you want you know the, the fat is so soft it, it literally melts at room temperature so um so when you cook it it just melts in your mouth like butter so it's amazing um you know, the health benefits have been proven with the um, lower, um, you know, the, the amount of omegas and the uh, health benefits, heart benefits that, that you get out of it is is absolutely crazy. The so, smile uh, on yeah.
2: Dave's
1: face right yeah. now as you're saying <laughs> well, yeah. that. Yeah. Now, now, Tim, I, I got the question as the amateur because I know Andy already knows this, but you mentioned the Denver cut was a little bit tougher. Now, what do you do to make it a little more tender for the for the backyard barbecuer?
5: Yeah, so you know, like I said, with the with the wagyu, they're are going to be a lot more tender already. So, uh, but what I like to do with it, you know, is your, you know, your re- your reverse uh, sear basically. So, um, you know, what you do is um, actually I do, I do a reverse reverse. I, I like to sear it hard first, and then um, and then let it let it slow cook. You know what I mean? So it's kind of the old old way of doing it. But you know, when you put it on there, you know, with the wagyu you get such an intense um, uh, sear on it. You can get it that Good caramelization. It's almost like a crust on your steak. Um, you know that marbling helps you do that. You know, so it's not dry. It's just going to be a, a really nice, nice uh, texture to it. So you can get that on there, one or two minutes on each side, and then put it on your on your cool side of your grill and just let it slow cook the rest of the way through to about medium, medium rare, even. Um, so it's, you know, it's real easy. Um, even if you overcook these a little bit, they're still going to be um, tender and they're still going to be moist. It's uh, it's crazy how much. To, um, yeah. You know, marbling helps them that. So it doesn't dry out.
2: It's amazing. A lot of the secondary cuts that, you know, everybody, you can take a, a ribeye or a strip or, or a tenderloin yep. and, and it'll be amazing. Right. It's, it's going to be phenomenal. Yep. But uh, what a lot of people haven't experienced is some of those secondary cuts. So like that, the Denver steak yep. you're talking about or a flat iron or even chuck
5: flap um yeah, which exactly those you just named my top three uh cuts i think oh, <laughs> yes yeah, so... i mean honestly like those are the those are the pieces that people you know we're not used to eating those is like every day as a steak right you either got to slow cook them or you ground them or you you know you did something you know what i mean so so these cuts like you said there's a little bit of an educational piece going on with with what we're doing you know trying to make sure that people know that these secondary cuts which it's, i hate to even calling secondary because like you said they're probably those three you named are probably my, my three favorite to be honest with you. And, um, you know, there's so much flavor and moisture in them. I mean, these cuts are probably going to be better than most ribeyes you would get. Honestly. I mean,
2: yeah, they're working muscles. And so they have a lot of, of flavor in them. And especially on, on that Wagyu and you, you get, because of that intense marbling, you get a ton of flavor and moisture in them. And, and like you said, they don't have to necessarily be cooked to 125. If you, even go up to 140, you're probably just fine. uh, And they cook up great. So um, for the person that's thinking about going to hot and fast from, say, an offset, so what would, if you were going to do that Denver steak, what are the kind of the key things that they need to think about if if they're going to buy a gateway drum smoker, what they Mm -hmm. need to do on that to cook that Denver up?
5: Yeah, so with the gateway, really the key is, the size of the fire that you start, you know, like if you're on an offset, you get a pretty big blazing you know full flame fire, right um, you know, I'll call my good buddy Johnny Trigg out on this one, you know he he bought a drum for me years ago and lit it up and put a couple of those jambo logs on that he used to throwing <laughs> in his offset. and and he said, you know, to him, you know johnny johnny voice you know he cussing and everything and you burnt my goddamn turkey for thanksgiving you know i'm like i didn't burn it you burnt it so so i was like all right what did you do you know and i was kind of trying to break it down and well sure enough he built a you know an offset style fire whereas we needed a a a drum smoker's fire so basically we do similar things we just do them on smaller scales right so um you know smaller environment we need a we need a light your basket from the top and let it burn slowly down just a small group of coals if you're trying to keep that 300 now if you're going a little bit hotter for a steak you know 450 500 whatever um you know you leave the lid off a little bit longer and let those coals light before you shut it down and and dial it in so pretty simple but that's a real key yeah
2: and i think the key is you guys have engineered that drum pit to actually perform the way that you want it to, and uh, you you brought up a good point when you were talking about Johnny's turkey. We were at Excelsior Springs one year, and the guys behind us had a had a drum pit, but he had. St- stuck a, a Weber Smokey Joe in the bottom to be the firebox, and he had it full of coals, and he lit his ribs on fire. His ribs looked like an Olympic torch.
5: <laughs> well, can I, can I tell a quick funny story about our our attempted practice cook for Memphis?
2: Yeah, we got about, uh, what, a minute and a half, Dave? Yeah. Go for
5: it. Yeah. yeah, make it quick. Basically, I tried to make the, um, the old Hickory Double White cook like a drum on a trailer, and with three fire extinguishers and um <laughs> a really black pig. So I'm glad we um we did our I'll call it a practice cook, but all we did was figure out absolutely what not to do.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is the that world like of barbecue. Sometimes so, you anyway. do it right and what sometimes it's what not to do.
5: sometimes.
1: in a less than a minute, Tim, I wanted to mention too that I was looking at your uh, website of several, one of them being blueshog.com and you guys have a military discount. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to point that out. That's very cool. And congratulations yeah, we Bill on Arnold,
5: that. you know, yeah, founder Bill Arnold was a you know Vietnam veteran and everything. So we wanted to include that. And, um, uh, we're doing a pretty cool thing with, uh, these events called fire Fest around the country with, um, um, Air Force bases across across the country. Very they were cool. doing uh, Very cool. some competitions with, and everything is pretty fun.
1: Well, again, I want to thank Tim Shear from Gateway Drum Smokers and Blues Hog, and we're going to be back with Andy talking about some salads for Labor Day weekend right here on Barbecue Radio
4: Network.
0: Salad. <laughs> <laughs> Check out Barbecue Radio Network on Facebook. Give us a like.
1: Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on the award-winning Barbecue Radio Network. And a barbecue shout-out goes to one of our sponsors, Old Hickory Pit Smokers. Check them out at oldhickorypits.com. Old Hickory Pits, wood-burning barbecue pits. They've got commercial and now residential for all of us backyard barbecuers. That's oldhickorypits.com. Now, I'm going to do a little, uh, what do they call them in football when the the quarterback changes the play? What's that term?
2: Oh, an, audible. an Audible. An audible. Thank
1: you. Finally, somebody remembers an, a, a word in this program. So I'm going to call it Audible. Normally, this part of the show, I'll mention some barbecue joint, and we'll say, please go support them, which I'm still going to do. But what I'm going to do is go a little backwards, because we... Barbecue Radio Network is on a brand new radio station, or as we call them the business, an affiliate. Very excited to be on News Radio 1029 K-A-R-N in one of my favorite cities, Little Rock, Arkansas. Yes. And we're very excited to be on there. Uh, I was on the morning show last Monday with Toby Howell, and uh for like they had me on for about Oh, no, forty-eight 48 seconds, and then... <laughs> and then I was on with uh, Brad Schmidt today. For about, uh, well, not today, last Tuesday, uh, and you were on for like 48 minutes, so... Uh, 48. <laughs> <laughs> but um, very excited to be on there. Uh, they can listen to us on Saturdays at 4 o'clock down there, and if you want to check out their website, too, and, and you can listen online at News Radio One O Two. I'm sorry, NewsRadio1029.com. And again, a shout out to Toby and Brad and also the executive producer. You executive producers, T-Bone, you got to hang together. And, we do. And his name's Scott Nauman, and, and we want to thank him for putting together. And thank them for uh, now having Barbecue Radio Network a part of our uh, being, being a part of their weekend lineup. We're very excited about yes, that. Yes, it's awesome. Very excited. So while you're in Little Rock, go eat some barbecue. And let me tell you this, too. When I was talking to Toby... He was kind of um, not apologetic, but he's like, Well, you know, you guys are in Kansas City and you talk to people in Texas and Memphis and we're little we're little Arkansas. I mean, do do we do we do good? And I said, We love barbecue everywhere. You know, it's always been my philosophy. If we get a guest on and they're from Texas and they go, We have the best barbecue, we go, Yes you do. Or if somebody's here from South Carolina, we got the best barbecue, yes you do. Well, uh, one of the um, Former guest from uh, tailgatermagazine.com, which I subscribe to, which if you don't, it's free and it's wonderful. That's tailgatermagazine.com. He had the best barbecue cities, and that was from lawnstarter.com. I know it's a lot of websites, and I'm not going to go through the whole list, but here's the thing. Little Rock, Arkansas came in number 11. Ah. I was very impressed by that. I'm not surprised. Do, Do
3: you know that as far as our affiliate count? We have more stations in Arkansas than any other state. Really? Yes. I did not know that. That's yeah.
1: pretty cool. Double digits. And wow. speaking of Little Rock, when you're down there, check out Capitol Smokehouse and Grill located at 915 West Capitol Avenue in Little Rock, Arkansas for some of that Southern style barbecue. And again, you like we like barbecue. Yes, we do. We don't care where it's from. Just bring us some barbecue. We're going to be happy campers. All right. Time now. To turn our attention towards Andy Gronerman, who is the Chef's Choice champion at the Jack Daniel's World Invitational. We also found out off the air today that he has a 289 IQ. <laughs> <laughs> And yet he cannot remember the name Ken Jennings, who was on Jeopardy. That's true. (laughs) So time now for the All Things Barbecue Spotlight. All Things Barbecue has the tools and accessories you need to cook up. The kind of barbecue that will have your neighbors hopping over the fence to get a taste. Get fired up at their website, which is atbbq.com. What do you got this week, Andy, for a product spotlight? So, you know, we were talking about the Gateway Drum Smokers Mm -hmm. and kind of hot and
2: fast, and... One of the original hot and fast cookers is a Kamado style ceramic cooker. Essentially, it's an insulated ceramic, um, you know, a big green egg is a Kamado style cooker, Uh, a Kamado Joe, a Primo uh, is another brand of those and all things barbecue. Has the Primos and the thing that is kind of a little different about them is is you can get them in an oval shape instead of just a round shape. Oh. so your indirect cooking it makes that a little bit mm-hmm. easier for your. I can picture, from I can picture to that. Indirect. Yeah, and in September, and I don't know if I'm like getting ready to like out a secret, but they're going to be doing a giveaway on Primos in September. So if you're not already subscribed. Uh, to their newsletter. If you're not checking out Chef Tom on his YouTube channel for All Things Barbecue, go ahead and get out there and check it out because September is Primo giveaway month. Very so cool. if you want to play with Hot and Fast uh, and maybe do it for free, a Primo is a way to also do that and uh, you can sign up at All Things Barbecue.
1: And it's their website, of course, is atbbq.com. They very make it very simple and very easy. So, time now... For Andy to talk about salads now, uh, I don't want to say anything. But Tim Shear in the last segment, <laughs> as soon as I said next segment we're going to talk about salads, Tim was like salads. Yeah, <laughs> and full disclosure,
2: and you, have I have a shirt that says nobody makes friends with salad, right? And and my friend Sean Keever in New York, like that's that that's his opening line anytime we're doing something. He, I mean, he's a red meat lovers club guy, right? So there's. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, s- salad shaming that goes on, but I am here to tell you today there are ways to integrate <laughs> grilling and, and T-Bone's I, 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 still so over let, there let, laughing.
3: Let me do a little public service announcement. We do not in any way endorse salad shaming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That that needed to be reinforced. Well, <laughs> here's my thought, too. And... and You know, it's Labor Day weekend and you've already got your brisket or you got your, you got all that stuff. And then all of a sudden you go, you know, need a little extra. And salad's something you can throw throw together relatively quickly, right?
2: Yeah. So here's a couple of ways that you can integrate some cool grilled elements into your salad. So uh, first is actually grill the core components of the salad. So if you like just a good old iceberg wedge salad, right, Mm -hmm. you can take your wedge of iceberg, and just brush it with a little bit of oil. Pick your favorite. Again, for grilling, I like a high heat oil like a, a avocado oil okay. or a grapeseed oil. Uh, but canola is fine. Get that grill nice and hot and put the whole darn wedge sideways on it just for a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. Turn it and you'll get a little bit of char on that lettuce face and it'll draw in a little bit of that smoke. So you can get a little bit of a grilled element, and it, it makes a nice presentation. Throw your little tomatoes on there, blister them up, your cucumber slices, and just make the salad out of elements that you've grilled. So you can take a, a wedge salad and turn it into like a really cool grilled item.
1: Now, um, now let me interrupt real quickly. Uh, get a hold of Tim Shearer. Make sure that he heard you talk about grilling the salad. We're not just throwing together the lettuce. You're actually talking about grilling, which that smoke effect sounds fantastic. So,
2: yeah, and it, it is great. And so probably one of my favorites to work with is I like to take a, um, a Waldorf salad. Okay, and You're familiar with that, right? It's sure. got, you know, the grapes in it and it's usually got some kind of a dressing that you can make with a mayonnaise or you can use a yogurt for a little healthier option mm-hmm. in it. Um, I like to take the nuts that are going to be in there. Toast them off on the grill nice. in a grill pan and just get a little bit of smoke and flavor from the grill on them. I also take the grapes, I cut them in half mm-hmm. and I put those on a grill mat that we've talked about right. or on a grill pan and get some good color and smoke into those grapes and let them get just a little bit of caramelization of the sugars. And then I'll take that uh, salad again. I'm going to, if I do it as a whole thing, I'll just take the whole half head of lettuce and get a little bit of color on it chop that up, mix it together. Now you have a grilled Waldorf salad mm. that has uh, some nice char element on the grapes and on the nuts. It's, it, it really adds a whole nother dimension to it. And finally, the third thing you can do is like a, like a cold pasta salad. but instead of a pasta, I use spaghetti squash. Oh Grill the spaghetti squash and when you pull it out it has a nice spaghetti strand type texture when it's cooked. Mix that with a little pesto boom, you're already set with a smoky pesto spaghetti squash salad. So you can do all of those on the grill, salad it up, make the people that want that happy, and uh, you're good to go.
1: And don't anybody accuse us of not being healthy once every eight weeks, okay? <laughs> once every eight weeks, we will provide you with something healthy. Now that those are just some great ideas, and of course, we were having fun with Tim about that. But but I had never thought about grilling the the, the wedge, or the salad wedge, like that. He's still shaking his head. <laughs> I don't know if we'll get him back on the show.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna hear I'm gonna hear about it at the Royal. I guarantee. Speaking
1: it. of Tim Shearer, we want to thank him for being on the show. Be sure to check out his websites blueshog.com, which, by the way, offers a military discount, and gatewaydrumsmokers.com. And, of course, our September Barbecue Sauce of the Month, Smoke on Wheels, Bootleg, Barbecue, and Injection which you can get at atbbq.com. And coming up next week, our guest will be Christy Vanover from girlscangrill.com. And also next week, we're going to be talking about jerk chicken or chickens that are jerks. That's all next week. with T-Bone and Annie Gronin and myself. Happy barbecuing on Barbecue Radio
0: Network. Barbecue Radio Network is heard on radio stations from Hawaii to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionetwork.com.
4: You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll free 800-223-9667.